tun? Ist Short contain strong language und mental nudity und ridiculous situations. For those easily offended, <laughs> fuck you, chicken. <laughs> Hello world and welcome back to What The Cluck. I'm your guide on this crazy ride, Vin A. We have two great guests here today. We have Elena Bhattacharya, great comedian and publicist known around town. And we have my man Frankie Pizarro, former lead singer of The Platters, an amazing vocalist, great friend. Happy to have them both here. Many things to talk about today, so let's get started. First up, two major earthquakes rattled Southern California. The first being a 6.4 magnitude and the second being a 7.1. The earthquakes were felt far and wide and I speak from experience because they actually reached Las Vegas. Coolest part of the second quake was I was rehearsing with Reckless in Vegas and we thought we literally rocked the f***ing earth with our music. Yeah! Turns out we didn't. The earthquakes were actually attributed to movement by Godzilla. Satellite images are even showing a crack in the earth that can now be seen from space. Aw, oh, dude, that picture's not cool. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, wait, there's got to be another picture, a better picture. Yep, there we go. I bet my crack is still more visible from space, though. Anyway, next up, an article that came out recently suggests people are paying more attention to their mental health and wellness and are drinking less. No, we're not. We just can't afford $25 cocktails at bars anymore. We all sneak flasks into every bar now and place of work. Oh, that's all. That's really good, though. But major alcohol companies like Heineken and Budweiser are taking notice in the trend and are investing more in non or low alcohol drinks. Great idea, guys. Now the 10 rednecks left that actually drink Budweiser won't because you want to make it non-alcoholic. Yeah. Moving on, the 4th of July just passed, or as dogs refer to it, dogageddon. Aside from all the earthquakes and Little Mermaid uproar, Donald Trump also threw a parade for himself, I mean America, with fireworks, hot dogs, giant tanks on the streets, fighter jet flyovers, everything that naturally comes to mind when we think about the 4th of July. Traditionally, the 4th of July is rarely a military parade like that of Bastille Day in France, but once Trump saw those giant tanks, massive guns, and other huge military manly things in France, he needed to show the world how big his tanks are. Uh, the cost of his extravagant dick measuring parade had a combined hourly rate of $560,000 per hour, graciously paid for by the taxpayers of the USA. All in all, it's going to cost America $5.4 million or more for a one-day celebration that got rained on and no major cable network wanted to air. Mr. Trump, you didn't need a parade. Thanks to Stormy Daniels, we know exactly how big it is. <laughs> it's a mushroom penis. It's a little mushroom penis. Next up, how come obituaries are some of the lamest, most boring written things on the planet? Has anyone ever actually read an obituary? Janet Morse, age 43, died peacefully on this day, August 12, 2019. She is survived by her husband, John, her children, Bill, and God, like Jesus, man, it's like what a snooze fest. 
And in contrast, the back labels of alcohol bottles are the most exciting and riveting things ever written. This is how the back of a Macallan Scotch bottle reads. The Macallan, 18 year. Like right off the bat, it's the, you know, it's like not even, you know, Macallan. Ah, so it's like the, it's so important. The Macallan reveals unrivaled commitment to the mastery of wood and spirit blended to perfection. It's an expression of our enduring desire to go beyond ordinary, to seek the extraordinary and create the unattainable. Like, holy shit. That is the most inviting, delicious literary work of art I've heard in years. That's how I want my obituary to read. The Vinay, matured in a gorgeous American brunette cask named Carolette Anolfi. The Vinay has set the standard for humans alike all across the world since his creation in 1988. The Vinay is an opus of 31 years of perfection enjoyed by all whom he came into contact with, especially those who have tasted his golden glory. He is survived by his gorgeous girlfriend, the Elizabeth. Nice. Lastly, the entire world is losing its shit over the fact that Disney cast a black woman to play Ariel in the live action remake of The Little Mermaid. Because that's all Disney does anymore, remake old cartoons. They can afford it, why the hell not? White women everywhere are in uproar mode, some even resorting to throwing away their old DVDs of The Little Mermaid in protest. Black people and less bratty white people everywhere are calling those people racist by saying, why can't Ariel be black? I don't know, guys. Mermaids are all the same, black or white. They're women that want to lure men to the bottom of the sea and drown them. <laughs> why do we always make fun of Guy Fieri? Like, what the hell did he do to anybody? But he looks exactly like Ursula. <laughs> the same battle raged over Idris Elba supposedly being offered the James Bond role after Daniel Craig which Elba said was false, but admitted he was disheartened. So many people got pissed about a black man playing the Bond role, the iconic white British spy. Look, I don't think these people are racist. They just want casting people to stay true to the characters. It's like if they were to remake a live action remake of Fat Albert. And instead of casting a famous black guy, we casted Larry the Cable Guy. Would black people everywhere be pissed? Of course they would, but they wouldn't be racist. They'd want the actor to reflect the character appropriately. Luckily, there won't be any arguing over the next big movie Disney is going to cast. <laughs> he can be played by anyone, from Dave Chappelle to Angelina Jolie. It, like, really doesn't matter. Anybody can do Michael Jackson. Totally doesn't matter. Anyway, we have a great show in store for you. Many topics to discuss. Let's head over to the table and meet our guests. We'll be right back.
Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Vinay here from What the Cluck. How you mother cluckers doing? Good? We're all good. Awesome. All good. We have two great guests here today. We have my dear friend Elena Bhattacharya. Thank hey. you so much for coming out today. I know you're working too, so you're, like, you're literally like, you know, it's, this is your lunch break. It's on the DL, okay? Wow. So just be cool. Don't tell anyone, right? This I won't. Isn't, this isn't being aired. Nobody knows. It? Okay, cool. Anyway, <laughs> my man Frankie P, former lead singer of the Platters, yes, amazing vocal. It's great entertainer, you, toured thank the you, world. Thank you, thank thank you so thank much you. for coming, man. Appreciate really appreciate it. it. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, before we start, I have to say this because uh, the producers told me to. Uh, the music that you heard in that commercial uh, is a shameless plug. It's my music. If you want it, you can go on Amazon.com. Type in uh, Vinay Geology. It'll come up. You can buy it. It supports <laughs> It supports the show. <laughs> So uh, look for that. Okay, so uh, I want to get this one thing out of the way because like the entire world is totally like losing mm-hmm. its its shit over this, and it's the whole Little Mermaid thing. So we're all over the age of thirty, but we grew up watching, you know, Disney films. You yeah, know, I yeah. did. I was a major yeah. Disney freak. Yeah. Uh, Elena, what what are your thoughts on this whole thing? You know, I mean, listen. On the surface, it does seem so ridiculous and so frivolous. And come on, people, what the hell? Like we don't have bigger things to grapple with. But, I know, um, we got a storm area 51, man. Okay. Why are we worrying about the f- mermaids? <laughs> That's right. That's Crazy. right. Where's Elf? I, I mean, there's so many things we have to worry about. I, don't, I haven't seen him in decades. <laughs> yeah, and she looks nothing like a real mermaid. Right? <laughs> oh, look, don't get me started on that. But, you know, I mean, so we can play it both ways. I personally have made plenty of jokes about this, but I also know that the undertone is, is pretty damn serious. Yeah. And a, a pretty rough commentary that if people are willing to come to blows over a cartoon... Our country's not in a great space right now. True. Very true. Everybody's looking to fight over something. I agree. What about you, Frank? What well, do you think the, about I this think whole the whole thing is really more about people feeling comfortable about themselves. You know, they, certain people are not welcome in your area because they're not like me and maybe more so because I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting yourself educated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. learning about people, it's just better to just shun them away. Because yeah. they don't have to learn anything and I don't have to take any responsibility. I agree. I totally agree. Um, you know, I think a lot of this has to do with 50% of the people watch one form of news and they live in that bubble, which sure. is like Fox. And then the other 50% of people watch, mm-hmm. you know, MSNBC and CNN and they're in that bubble. And the problem is these bubbles aren't coming together and finding common ground. These people have their facts. These people have their facts. And that, I think, is causing like the major rift mm-hmm. in the world today, mm-hmm. I really think, because... Back in the day when Reagan was president, there was a thing called like the Fair and Balanced Act where like every news agency had to show both sides of a story and be fair and balanced. Mm -hmm. That was taken away. Now you can basically create your own facts. And that I feel like is a problem. Again, I don't feel like this relates to the news, but I do agree with you that it relates to to the divide in all of us. It's, Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. Do you feel like this would be the same issue if this were like for a movie as opposed to a cartoon? Like I brought up in the monologue, if, if Fat Albert was made with a white guy, if James Bond was a black guy, would would we are we racist for thinking it's wrong, or I, or do, what do you think? I don't I don't think it's racist necessarily. It's more what people are familiar with. I mean, you grew up with a James Bond that was a white English man, and like born ultimatum, right? Yeah, born is who born is. Yeah, why not get Idris his own series? 
he would have been a great shaft. He'd been oh he would have been just How was Samuel L. Jackson at like what is he like hundred and six years old? But he's preserving nicely. I know he is. He well is, you he would is. be too if you weren't in everything. Look, yeah. He obviously moisturizes. I'm not gonna chastise him for that. He's he like does. if they're gonna have one black guy in a movie, it's gonna be Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I know. It's or true. Lawrence Fishburne, because who can tell the difference? Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, wait. Well, oh, wait. Oh, hey. oh. Oh, bring in the heat. I'm bringing the heat. Don't make fun of it because uh, Frankie uh-huh. has the same hairdo as Lawrence, man. It's very in Easy. right now. Wait, oh, that was you. Oh, my Easy. God. I'm so embarrassed. Was that Easy. you? I can. Uh, no. I mix you three up Makeup all the time. Makeup is awesome. Um, <laughs> Shaft, man. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, movies is a little different than I feel like a cartoon. A cartoon you have more leeway with, you know? Yeah, I mean. It still ultimately doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Is it right? a good story? I mean, you know, it, it, Whatever you know, it's comfortable for you. It's it, it it's it's harder for you to have to use your imagination now. I mean, give me a break. Like I, 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 I mean, take it, there's I, bigger things to worry about. I, I think it's on a different level of uh, really stupidity to be this riled up about a mermaid. Uh, well, yeah, people you know, are walking into supermarkets now licking ice cream, and okay. it's called it's called the ice cream challenge. That's a thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like people like walk in the fro. Have you heard uh, about this? Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah, thing? yeah. So like she did it on video. Got all these. I think she's like it's like twenty years in prison if you do that. Because oh, yeah. God forbid you have an STD or like oh, you know yeah. a, a, like you can just hepatitis transmit that Anything. to somebody. Listen, your president is openly grabbing pussy, and you're worried about the color of a mermaid. I know. <sighs> I agree. I know. I to put it on. And now our, our fucking ice cream isn't even safe. So what are we gonna What That's are we gonna it. do, I, man? Listen, I've already told my friends I'm not buying ice cream. They just need to meet me at Ben and Jerry's. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not getting well, the cartons. And another right? thing, how come the ice cream doesn't have the um like the plastic, the plastic thing on sh- it that shows wrap. that you it's really not open? Be shopping there anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, good. Ice All cream's right. mermaids. Glad we got that shit out of the sure. way. Okay. Um, so the uh, earthquakes happened. Uh, I've never been through that. I'm an East Coast guy. Mm. Uh, Me too. Pretty wow. Yeah. Check out that earthquake, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, That's wow. pretty crazy. That'll yeah. send people running. Just remember, crack kills. I know. Crack does kill. <gasps> Were you guys here in town when that happened? Yes. Your ass? Yes. Yeah. No, not, yeah, not, not that. Was, Don't look at the ass. Oh, I was here for both. I was here for both. You were and here I, for both? Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. That's Mr. Scott, my tech director. Love you. Um, were you in town for that? I was. And Did like you, you Like you, I'm an East oh. Coast person. That was my first experience I, of, and I was in an office building on the third floor. So this wasn't just a house. I didn't think a large building would sway. And it, and it did? And it did. And I watched the pictures on the wall swinging and I thought, wow, what's my exit strategy here? I'm on a third floor. Right. Not sure what to do. Right? And that's on me because now I probably should read up a few books on preparedness. That's what I'm saying. Look how far away we are and how like, you know, strong that was. I think they're saying the yeah. Earth's, Earth's crust moved eight feet because of these two quakes. Where were you, man? Were you, were you here? I was, here, I was here. I was here for both, and I actually there was a third. I, there was a After third. It was like a four point seven or something. It was funny because I was watching it on TV where they were counting down mm-hmm. for the second little tremor after the second one. Wow! And it actually happened on time. So well, I'm unbelievable. Like, Who's actually over there moving the button? Yeah, I know. But and I did feel it in New York. I was at you an event one in, New York? in New York, and the building did go like this, and everybody looked around like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no. Terror? Call it's me crazy. it's scary, man. I like my buildings to stay where they are. I'm old school like yeah, that. Yeah, same. I right? totally agree. Well, it's funny because the wife actually experienced the ones in California and her building kind of did crumble. So it's Ooh. funny because I'm sitting there on my iPad in bed watching this chandelier over the bed kind of. We have chandeliers. Don't ask. Nice, Ooh. man. Good. So, and, and she's running Hoid around it, get, getting her bag together and stuff. And I'm like, 
Yeah, that's what I would think is that it wasn't so much how bad it was. I think a lot of people had PTS over it, right? Because anyone who's been through a big quake Mm -hmm. has got to be thinking, get me the hell out of here. Well, my immediate thought was what you brought up before. Does anybody know out here what to do if, say, the big one did happen? Listen, under the table, really? What do you mean? Like the roof is not going to collapse on top of the table and kind of... You get under the table? Is they, it? They, they trying to tell the whole, yeah. get under the table, get into the yeah. archway. It's the table. It's actually the table, not the archway. Do you, you leave the, Do you leave and go outside? Wasn't that in the movie Knocked Up when that quake happened yeah. and they all ran uh, outside and the bong broke I on think the curb? It all, I think it all depends where you live. Exactly. I got a two-story house. I stand outside. I'm not going to get crushed by anything outside. Mm-hmm. Right. It depends. Like if you're in the middle of an urban center and let's say there are all kinds of you know, street lamps and mailboxes and who knows whatever else that might be around. So it just depends on what's in your immediate area. But so, so I think people, it just goes to show none of us are actually prepared. Nobody's prepared. Nobody's prepared. Nobody knows what's going on. People have these things called uh, bug out bags, <laughs> which is basically if a disaster or something horrible happens, mm-hmm. they have this bag ready to go. We got them. And it's got medicine. It's got, you know, whatever. You have one? You do? Yeah. She, well, I live, with, I live with earthquake ladies. So Dude, tell me what is in your bag. It's just... A, Couple of changes of underwear, a toothbrush, the, the basic, you know, batteries of flashlight, just the basic, you know. Whatever you'd bring to a basic sleepover is what you have in your bug out bag. Loop, condoms, all that is. kind of stuff is in there. Are you still and, having sleepovers, man? I, I don't know what age that's. I mean, I'm watching Michael Shapiro's he house. That. He's not at the house, he but I am that, sleeping at his house. Okay, so sleepover. I did bring a bag. That's what you call a sleepover? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, no. You got Carmen Sandy. You're my little pony sleeping bag? I listen. I leave I'm it. watching chickens for two weeks. I'm watching a garden. I'm watching two dogs. I'm playing adult for the next two weeks, so it's oh. pretty weird for me. Yeah. But uh, I don't have one of those bags, and it made me thinking that I should get one of those bags. What would I have in that bag? <sighs> Off the top of my head, bang, earthquake hits. Uh, bottle of scotch, mm-hmm. gun, yes. underwear, toothbrush, your cigar box, Luberderm. guitar. Why did I say Luberderm? I feel like you That's would take it. Cool. I feel like you would take I shouldn't it. have said Luberderm, right? <laughs> but you need to be prepared if, you, luck, have, if you have dry, cracky skin. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I, I you never so know. Sure. That's what so they call sure. it. You never know. I was That's so sure a guitar was going to make the list. Listen, if the world goes to shit, the price of Luberderm would go up 6,000-fold. That crap would be gold, okay? Gold. All right. We're going to move mm. on. I can't believe I brought Luberderm up. Yikes. Anyway, um, so I brought up before that... Uh, this is like an actual thing. Like half a million people plan to storm Area 51, <laughs> a secret government base in the middle of the Nevada desert. Yeah. What these people plan to accomplish is For is what? beyond me. Yeah, and again, again, exactly what you guys said before. Why are we focusing on all this dumb shit? Why can't 500,000 people get together and let's not pay our college loans? Let's uh let's get together and, and say we're not going to pay our taxes because everybody all the rich people aren't paying taxes, yeah. we're paying taxes. Yeah, yeah. Let's organize 500,000 people like that. Uh <laughs> what do you think is going to happen when this when this happens? Uh, and number 2, are you going to go? Because we're out here. <laughs> we're like we're in the I, epicenter where we could go. I am turning the widescreen on and, and you're going to watch this unfold. This. Uh, Listen, I've seen every other space movie. Okay. And Mm -hmm. what happens to the thing that they find? They end up killing it. Dissecting it. Or dissecting. And for the record, it's under 300 feet of like secret base. Yeah, but like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you find something? If you find something, what is. I don't know the point. That's the whole thing. I don't know the point. Are they going to knock on the door and be like, show us your shit? 
I saw. We want to know man. what's in there, yeah. man. Show us your shit. And then, and then what? And they're gonna look at you. They're gonna bear mace you. Uh, mm-hmm. They're gonna kick you in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Scott. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna show you that picture, right. and you're gonna immediately run. Woo. You're gonna run for the hills. Do you yeah. think anything's yeah. gonna happen? Do you think something yeah, I, bad's gonna happen? Oh, uh, oh, something bad for sure is gonna happen because we are now living in a reality TV world. That's we really are. what I think. Everything has come down to is is just sensationalist TV sound bites, snapshots. Look at me. Right? I'm a little... musician that I got a fucking podcast now. I don't even know why. And, it's and just, I fell into it. And, <laughs> you know. Listen, you know, anybody can get anything these <laughs> I days. I think it was the ass picture. Yeah, it was. But my but my takeaway with that group is absolutely a bunch of people are, are, are facing being shot or being tased. And I'm thinking, for what? To look at a couple moon rocks? Uh, I know. I'm good. Were, but... I'm with you. It should be for something decent. Yeah, like human rights. They get together for something that matters. Or like free Manolo Blahniks, you know, like something that we can really get behind, like something that matters, okay? Ah, I know, I, I don't... Mean, I, I'm good on moon rocks. I don't like get I, the world. If, if you were to organize, if you could organize 500,000 people, like what would what would it be for? If you if you had that power and this many motivated morons behind you, <laughs> what what would you want the, to the accomplish? The question is, it, you just put the qualifier in, motivated morons. Now, if yeah. they were morons, would they be doing it for a cause that had any substance and value to begin with? Let's just say if they did. Okay. Because again, our only strength is in numbers. Sadly, yes. look at what happened in China when China just enacted that uh, Hong Kong has to extradite criminals from Hong Kong to mm-hmm. mainland sure, China. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is like a major thing. Mm-hmm. I think like hundreds of thousands of people in Hong Kong went mm-hmm. to the streets. Mm-hmm. You, businesses were shut down. Oh, people yeah. organized said, don't go to work. Yep. Like the entire country shut, shut, down, shut down for this. Oh, and then what happened? Yeah. It revert. Like they actually accomplished this and they said, OK, we're not going to do this. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. There is power in numbers. Tens of thousands of people got together and actually made a change that they wanted. Yeah. I was like, dude, way to go, Hong Kong, man. Like, we need people to care like that over here. That, that reminds me, though, you know, I've had this conversation about the whole Trump thing. The the, the name that will not be mentioned, right? No, we can totally is, mention is that, it is, here. Is that, Thank you, Mr. Scott. Yep. You, know, you, yep. you can't. You <laughs> Criminal can't, Trump. You can't. There's things that you like. And the things you don't listen. I don't. I don't like I don't, any of it. I, well, there, there is. There might be one or two things. Wait. In theory, I'm willing to listen. In theory, <laughs> in theory, that might that might be, in <laughs> theory, dead. that that worked correctly with some standard and some consideration for the whole world might work. But the problem is, he doesn't have the capacity. So what happens? You can't just say, you know what, I like blonde hair. But he won't just say, I, you know, if you said, I would like everybody to have blonde hair, I would provide whatever it takes to get blonde hair if you're not a blonde. Mm-hmm. And I won't disclose. Okay. I'm very anti-blonde. And if you were nice about it and, you know, whatever, you might get something done. But you can't say, you know what, I want everybody's hair to be blonde because I love banging blondes. <laughs> and, <sighs> and, uh... You know, it's it, his tact and his yeah, way he goes there is, around. There it. is no tact. Yeah, there is no. Uh, ex, you know, well, he's you're, fired you're, every communications right. director. Everybody's left, and it's just to him. At and a, that's at a, at a certain point, you have to say to yourself, "Are we asking for finesse from a sledgehammer?" Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I absolutely certain agree. tools, and I do mean tool, yeah. are not capable. That is absolutely correct. It is beyond his capacity. All right. So now we need to look at it. Yeah, and but just, you know what? That goes back to what he's saying. 
If if we feel that way, where are all those people that are making sure that it stops? There's nobody. There's no speaking all those, up. All those people. If if those three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. if those three hundred thousand people replaced the idiots on both sides in in Washington, we might get some stuff done. But what's happening is there's there's people who will just uh, sit there and agree because not because they agree, but because I need my job and I need to be reelected. So I'm gonna go along with him because. It's just, it's good for my my future. They have to go along with him because if they don't, then they're like, you know, uh, Jeff Flake and the other guy, Corker, who the minute they spoke out against him, they, their only option was to retire. But they only started talking when they planned to retire. When they planned to retire. And I thought that was a super cowardly move. They should have fought in there and yeah, stayed where, in there where the John a little at? bit. Yeah. Where are the John McCain's at? And I lo- you know, and again, I, I like to think of myself as a socially to the left guy. And I was a little bit to the right on some things. I liked how they used to want to balance a budget. Mm-hmm. I liked how they wanted to uh, keep us exactly. safe and, and exactly. national security. I was all for that. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like all the things that they stood for, they don't stand for. So that's what I'm trying. Uh, we're going to have President Trump on this podcast next uh, in two weeks on the 29th. Oh, wow. We're having wow. the President of the United States on this show. Fantastic. Can't believe it. Fantastic. I lied to him and said it was uh, like a subsidiary of Fox News, but he's coming on this show. It's great. And he'll, I, be so just, he'll just be tweeting about you the next it's day. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to get Vinny um, I went all the way to Vegas for that. Didn't, I can't didn't to get Stormy into. Daniels perform just down the street? She did That'd be perform great down if you the street. We asked her, but she was like, you know, I can't see Mr. Mushroom again. So <laughs> she's not coming on the show. <laughs> I, she I was love, like, yeah, I no, love that no. She called his penis a mushroom. Know, that's so funny. That's one thing he doesn't have Obama beat on. I will say the wang size. <laughs> I bet Obama's got it, you know? I think that's in the bag. All right, so we're on. <laughs> I love how I brought up some Wang size and everybody got really silent on that one. Okay, uh, short little commercial. Shout out to my man Jerry Ankeles. We love you, man. Thanks for being a uh, fervent supporter of the show. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about something always exciting. Uh, let's talk about death. Mm. We don't talk about that. And you know what? Not a lot of people really? talk about it. Are you against it? Uh, I'm very, uh, no, I'm pro-death. Okay. I'm All pro-death. Because right. right. I didn't want to be the one to break it to you. I think the more death, the better. Because, uh, yeah, there we go. The more death, the better. And we're going to explain why right now. Basically, I think the world is way overpopulated. I think people are having kids that shouldn't have kids. I think too many morons are having kids. So I'm like pro-death. I'm pro-thinning the herd of the population of uh, the world. Sure. So uh, uncomfortable thing to talk about. I'm a young dude. I get very uncomfortable with funerals. Mm. When people look at me and go, are you going to this funeral? Nine times out of 10, I don't go. And it's not because I don't love the person. It's not because I don't love the family. It's because to me, it's the most awkward fucking moment I've ever been involved in my life. You're going in a place, everybody's crying hysterical. There's no words you can ever say to make anybody feel good. Yeah. So what's the point? What my, my point is, are, are funerals gonna change? Is like, funerals today are the same the way they were 600 years ago. It's the same shit. Can somebody have a clown for God's sake? Can somebody have, have a, a fucking juggler? Um, Can somebody have? You're not gonna have a funeral. I'm having a concert. You're right, man. I'm having a it concert. It should be a celebratory a thing. I don't want people nice. to cry over me. I want them to go party. Dude, thank you, man. I thought I, I was like the that. only one, and it's not even because we're entertainers. Like, no. even if I just, you know, no. was a podcast as a civilian, host, as a civilian, as, as a civilian, sure. You know, what about you? Like, you, you know, want I dig the same it. thing? No, you know, uh, well, just to your point about what can you say to people, I, 
once the person's dead, the, the funeral is about the people who are living, right? So it's just an expression to them of condolence. But and, you didn't see me when I was living. Right? And you so, didn't give a we damn didn't hang out when, when he was alive, <laughs> man. We didn't even hang when this guy was walking around. The family sees each other when you die or you get married. And now yeah. he's dead and you want to hang out with me when I'm crying and pissed off? I don't get it. Yeah, I, you know. Oh, no. I, well, I'm... I, agnostic so to me it doesn't matter i think everyone's showing up because they're trying to square things up with god so i think they're I, showing up for the free booze oh well I, I and they know, don't want everybody to say that they didn't show up they don't always bring the good booze either that's true so, i know yeah i think we should totally look into changing the whole funeral system i feel like it should be a little bit more party and a little less yes. catholic yes because yes. for me the whole catholic thing yes you don't celebrate your faith you mourn your faith you go in there and you get depressed mm. for an hour. And I was raised Catholic, man. Thank I went you, to Pastor. Catholic school. You know, I got yeah. screamed at by nuns over my penmanship. Look. Really worked out. Really yeah, changed. Look. I can't understand my writing that. still to Dr. this day. Yeah. And uh, none whoopsies. of it worked on you. None of it worked on <sighs> me. And uh, it's just a very depressing thing. So I hope. Well, that- I'm thinking we could extend it and even have more fun, like out at the grave sites. Because I'm thinking, what if we turn that into um, geocaching? Right. Wow. So you know, like when you say to somebody, you'll get these you know, diamond earrings uh, over my cold, dead body. I'd be like, whoever gets to. We're going to bribe you to show up to my funeral. We got some great giveaways. We got some great giveaways. Make sure you come out. Catch me if you can. Make sure you come out. Any sixth person that come gets the ring off my finger. You can pry it from my cold, dead body. I mean, I just feel like that would really add to the ambiance at cemeteries. Am I right? Yeah. party. You know, it should be a little bit more of a, a celebratory atmosphere. It should be, dude, let's celebrate this guy's life. You know what this guy loved? He loves single malt scotch. Everybody in here right now, grab a single malt. We're going to cheers our guy. You know, so we should do that. Yeah, Are you guys I'm with down, me on totally petitioning that, that we, yeah. we totally change the funeral that. system? That's why I'm a Baptist. Totally they, they call it celebrating the person's life. Thank you. All that death stuff. I don't, I don't like black suits. I know. That's like yeah. I'm on stage. I know. You wear black every day because you're a musician. We don't like that whole, like, no. you know, crossing it with the thing. It's choices. We don't want to choose. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thank you guys for being honest. You know, it's not hard for Let's people that come on here. Let's put the fun back in funeral. Oh! Yeah. End on that note. We're going to end on that note. I want to thank my guest, Elena Vadacharya. Thank you so much for coming. Frankie Bizarro, are you touring anywhere soon? I'm finishing up a tour on the East Coast, and then I'm coming back here and start strategizing some big stuff for here. Look him up. Amazing. Amazing, amazing guy. I want to thank, thank, you, thank uh, Mr. Scott over there, my technical director. Woo! Go, Scott. My amazing yes! uh, producer, Paul Maggio. I love you. Thank you, guys. Again, President of the United States, July 29th. I'm going to be interviewing him. And we're going to interview him on the couch set, so you should definitely tune in. So uh, be fair, be kind, and uh, love your neighbor. Thanks so much for tuning in. Go cluck yourself. 